guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. And today's newest premium member shoutouts go to Frankie Jr. and Johnny from Nevada. Theodore, who is five years old and lives in Melbourne, Australia, and his younger brother Liam, who is two, Mia and her little sister Livy, who live in Creskill, New Jersey, Lizzie from Dublin, Ireland, and Casey and her little sister Tammy from Christchurch, New Zealand. Hi, guys! I always remember learning as a child that bats are the only mammals in the world that can fly. What we learn at a young age sticks with us through adulthood. That's why fostering a lifelong love of learning for our children is so important. So why not make learning fun? KiwiCo is defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and seriously entertaining. My son received his robots encoding pack last week, and he loves it. He's literally spent hours programming the robots, solving the puzzles, and learning about the mechanics of it all. Your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to your door every month. You'll be surprised at how high quality the materials are, too. These are real engineering, science, and art projects for children. Spark the love of learning today with KiwiCo subscription. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code SHORTSTORIES at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com promo code SHORTSTORIES. And here is today's story request. Hi Lucy, Isabella and her brother Lincoln would like a story where they shrink down to play in her Barbie house. Of all of her toys, Isabella's Barbie dream house was her favorite. It had three levels, a hot tub, a slide, and even an elevator. She thought it was fabulous. Lincoln, Isabella's brother, wasn't quite so sure. He didn't mind joining in when it came to playing with the dream house, but he felt it needed more dinosaurs. Occasionally, he would bring his own, which Isabella tolerated, but only just. One morning, Isabella was sat on her bedroom floor in front of the dream house when Lincoln came in, clutching a velociraptor action figure. Can I play? He asked politely as he sank down onto his knees. What? asked Isabella distractedly. She was so occupied with something that she hadn't even noticed him come in. What are you doing? asked Lincoln. In the dream house's kitchen, Isabella had set up her Barbie's puppy with his dog bowl and bed, and so Lincoln placed his velociraptor next to it. Look at this! said Isabella, sitting back from the dream house, so Lincoln could see. Her finger was pointing at a button, like a doorbell, beside the dream house's front door. I'm sure that wasn't there before. Oh, yeah, said Lincoln, leaning in closer. 
There is writing above it. It's very tiny. Can you read it? I've been trying, Isabella said, pushing her face as close as possible to the writing. I think it says Shrinky Dink. Shrinky Dink? What does Shrinky Dink mean? Lincoln said with a shrug of his shoulders. I've no idea, admitted Isabella. Have you pressed it? asked Lincoln. No, not yet, but I suppose we won't know unless I do. And so she reached out and pressed the tiny button, and everything changed. One moment, they were sat on the carpet, looking down at the dream house's front door, and the next minute, they were looking up at it. Isabella and Lincoln had shrunk. We're tiny, yelped Lincoln, jumping to his feet. No, not tiny, corrected Isabella. We're Barbie-sized. So that's what Shrinky Dink means, said Lincoln, looking at his shrunken hands. Hey, where are you going? Isabella was grinning broadly and making a dash for the side of the house. I'm going to explore, she laughed. Lincoln followed, catching up with his sister around the edge of the house where she was climbing into the elevator. Will the elevator work? asked Lincoln. Doesn't it need you at human size to, to make it go up? Oh, said Isabella abruptly. I hadn't thought of that. But then her eyes fell upon another set of buttons she'd never seen before. There was an up arrow and a down arrow. It looks like we can use the elevator after all, she smiled. With Lincoln safely inside beside her, she pressed the button to go up, and with a whir, the lift began to climb. This is amazing, admitted Lincoln. I know, gushed Isabella. It's so exciting. They traveled all the way to the top floor, emptying out into the bedroom. Isabella dashed straight for the wardrobe and began lifting out dresses and outfits while Lincoln leapt onto the bed. Wow, said Lincoln. This is really comfy. And these clothes are perfect, said Isabella. I think some might even fit me. I've just thought of something, said Lincoln, sitting bolt upright on the bed with a broad grin on his face. The slide! And he jumped off the bed and ran into the next room. Hey, wait for me, yelled Isabella, dropping the pair of shoes she'd been admiring. She found Lincoln looking down to the balcony below. Beside them was the start of the purple slide. And as it curved down to the floor below, it lined up with the hot tub. Anyone sliding down would drop straight in. Can you see what I see? asked Lincoln in disbelief. I think I can, said Isabella quietly. They were both stunned to see that the hot tub was full of warm, bubbly water. Even the hot tub works here. Oh man, but I don't have my swimming things, moaned Lincoln. You don't need them, said Isabella seriously. I think I put all of Barbie and Ken's beach clothes in the drawers in the bedroom. Five minutes later, they were changed into swimsuits and zooming down the slide. With a double splash, they dropped into the warm waters of the hot tub 
and settled back to relax. Oh, this is the life, said Isabella. You're not wrong, grinned Lincoln with his eyes closed. This is just perfect. Or at least it was, for at that moment there came a terrific crash from the kitchen, followed by lots of barking and clattering. Lincoln's eyes were immediately wide open. What's that? Oh my goodness, said Isabella, scrambling out of the hot tub. That sounds like the puppy. Lincoln froze as he realized what that meant. The elevator works. The clothes fit. The hot tub is just like a real one. And the puppy is now alive too. Which means... Isabella nodded as he realized the same thing. The puppy is stuck in the kitchen with your velociraptor. Lincoln went white. Yikes, what do we do? If the velociraptor is real too, it might go after us. But we can't leave the puppy alone with it, Isabella said determinedly. We have to do something. But what? asked Lincoln. We'll think of something, said Isabella, as she began to climb down the ladder-like steps that led from the balcony. Lincoln pulled himself from the water and followed. The lowest floor was a mess. The dining table was knocked over, the chairs toppled, and the plates and glasses scattered everywhere. Oh, it doesn't look good, said Lincoln, taking his sister's hand. Shh! whispered Isabella. They're in the kitchen. I can hear the puppy. The poor thing sounds like it's cornered. Fearing the worst, the pair of them peered around the kitchen door, but the sight that greeted them wasn't the one that they thought it would be. They were expecting a cowering puppy trapped by a hungry dinosaur, but the reality was somewhat different. Instead, the puppy was on the floor its front paws resting on a kitchen cabinet as it growled and yapped at the velociraptor that was trembling up on the sink. The poor dinosaur was shivering with fright. Oh dear, giggled Isabella. I think you'd better go rescue your velociraptor. Eventually, they managed to calm the two creatures down and even got them to make friends. They straightened the table and chairs, picked up all the glasses and plates, and soon everything was looking neat and tidy once more. Lunchtime, came a voice from somewhere beyond Isabella's bedroom. Oh, that's a shame, said Isabella. We'd better see if we can return to our normal size. The pair of them stepped out of the front door and faced the shrinky-dink button. Do you think it will work? asked Lincoln. Only one way to find out, replied Isabella and gave it a prod. In an instant, they were back to their normal size, looking down on the dream house. They could both see that the hot tub was once again empty, and in the kitchen, the puppy and velociraptor were just plastic toys. It's all back to normal, said Lincoln with a sigh. Not quite, said Isabella, pointing to beside the front door. The shrinky-dink button is still there. So, you mean we can have another go this afternoon? said Lincoln, perking up. Yeah, giggled Isabella. I think so. As the pair of them dashed off to grab a sandwich, neither of them noticed one another's detail. 
their tiny clothes were still lying on the dream house's bed. And they were racing off to lunch wearing full-sized Barbie and Ken swimsuits. The end.